after all the damage everybody welcome to the next episode of thoughtful minutes you're here with your guy w creative w-c-r-e-a-t-v-e and i have a special guest on the show today Uh, i'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce himself hey right on thanks for having me yeah man. Uh, my name yeah i'm I'm stoked I'm, i'm stoked we finally got to do this for sure um my name is justin mendez uh i'm kind of like one half of an influencer team. My girlfriend is an influencer in the sort of um, cruelty-free vegan beauty space. We run uh, the the company, quote unquote, uh, together, and I shoot and edit the videos along along with um, you know setting up some of our brand partnerships and that sort of thing. We've been doing that for a handful of years now, and uh, yeah, awesome, bro. Yeah, man, super nice to connect. Um, and finally get you on the podcast. This, I actually haven't had that many episodes, but you're the second guest on the podcast. So, right on. Um, cool. Yeah, so I, I met you through Instagram. I met him through Instagram, guys, and um, I think basically, like, one day I was, like, using some kind of Gary V strategy, just, like, searching hashtags and stuff like that, um, and I saw your page and liked the content and all that kind of stuff. Like, you yeah, some really cool stuff. Um, on the page so checked you out followed you and then from there you know always showing love and on the pictures and you know super knowledgeable about the different cameras and stuff like that um and i also saw i I think what i initially saw is you were working with roland and i was trying to work with him at the same time yeah tell me a little bit about how you got into that and how how cool that was yeah, so I actually love that that's kind of how you and I connected because the story with me connecting with Roland is very similar. Um, yeah. So basically, I don't remember who liked whose comment first, but post, and uh-huh. it led it led to me checking out his page because, like I said, for you know what I do with my girlfriend, um, Logical Harmony, we I'm always looking for new music, and so I went and looked at his stuff, and I was like, you know, this isn't really the vibe for what we do, but I actually really like this dude's stuff. And he seems like a cool dude. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, if you're ever in San Francisco, you know, let me know. I'd love to shoot something for you. And he was kind of like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. And I figured that would sort of be his response because I'm sure, you know, especially with all the love he was getting from Gary Vee, I'm sure he had people hitting him up all the time um, for for similar stuff. And a couple months later, he was actually coming through to San Francisco. And so I hit him up again. And I'm like, hey, man, just, you know, I saw you're coming to the area. Just a little reminder, I would still love to shoot something for you. And he yeah. was like, yeah, he was like, cool, cool. I'm uh, I'm going to link up with this photographer. And uh, if you want to come just do like some behind the scenes stuff for me, then that would be rad. So my girlfriend and I rolled through. We met up with him kind of outside San Francisco and we were trying to figure out where to go. And I knew he was vegan and my girlfriend and I are vegan, but he didn't know that. And he was like, you know, where do you think we should go to shoot? And I'm like, I don't know, man, but there's some good spots in the Oakland Hills. And there's this really awesome vegan bakery out there. So we go out to Oakland. And uh, long story short, we ended up shooting some stuff together. Ended up meeting this photographer who, funny enough, lived a couple blocks away from me um, at the place I had just moved from a couple months ago. A guy named James wow. Young. Yeah amazing photographer and the reason i knew who this dude was is because he's he's also a fan of gary Vee and is or at least at the time was super active in the geo location um Mm -hmm. on instagram for stories where we were living so anyway connected with him uh and from there roland and i just kind of hit it off and became friends Uh, and then that actually ended up kind of turning into me shooting for gary v as a paid gig which i don't know if that was a story you also wanted to talk about. I don't know how much you wanted yeah. to know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I was going to especially get to that. So uh, you can go ahead. Write it. That's a good intro into that. So, yeah. So, um, so basically that day, you know, we hung out and I shot some behind the scenes stuff for Rowan and I just tried to put out the best piece of work that I could. He loved it. Um, and then a little while later, uh, he was going to go out to New York for Gary's first uh, launch of his first sneaker. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, hey man, you know, like if you 
actually, you know what? I, I was going to say, I think he paid for my flight, but I don't think he even did. I think I was like, dude, I'll fly myself out there. Just find me a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which my girlfriend wasn't super stoked on, but she's also really supportive. So she was just like, if that's what you need to do, like you need to do it. So that's so, awesome, bro. Yeah. So, so I flew myself out there and, uh, you know, we shot some more stuff. I met Gary for the first time, you know, 10 second meeting. Um, Cause he was, you know, launching his new sneaker was at foot action. And uh, yeah, a little while after that, I'm actually, that was maybe a year ago. And then a couple months ago, Babin, Tyler Babin, uh, who, you know, I mean, you know, but just for the audience, shot right. for, you know, shot for team Gary and all that. Um, he posted something online saying, Hey, I'm coming through to San Francisco. Uh, if anybody wants to shoot. And I had no idea what he wanted to shoot or what and was, um, but I, I screen capped it. I posted it on Instagram. I tweeted at him on Twitter. And since Roland and I are friends and I knew that Roland was tight with like Babin and D-Rock and some of the other, uh, you know, like creative people for Gary's team, mm. I, I also tweeted at Roland and I was like, hey, man, I really want to shoot with Babin while he's out here. Can you kind of like put in a good word? Because I know a recommendation from you will go a long way. And he did. He tweeted at Babin and he texted Babin. And uh, we ended up meeting up and hanging out and super super nice dude we were shooting that day in san francisco and you know kind of getting to know each other and he asked me where i live i told him i live in napa valley and he was like oh well we have you know some projects going on out there and we're looking for a local person who can do some content because um you know it doesn't really always make sense to fly me out here or fly somebody else from new york so if you're local and you're down like we would love to uh you know work with you potentially and just from there, just kind of like talked yeah. to him and yeah, got, you know, got the information, got in touch with the right people. And uh, that's kind of it. I mean, it was, you know, just connecting on Instagram and then putting out my best content that I possibly could. Definitely, you know, putting time and energy and money into just creating cool stuff with people that I like their art and trying to be a good person. And that's, that's totally what uh, got me the gig. And then um, you know, turned into, which is just fucking mind-blowing to me, turned out to be a paid gig. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, like, tripping right now. That's that's crazy that it even, like, you know, the time and place, all that It's so out. crazy. Dude, yeah. it's so fucking crazy. The thing, too, is, like, you know, shooting for Gary or his team, and, and I, I don't know how much I can say about what I shot because it's part right. of... Um, their their Gary V secret wine project which you know right. everyone can go follow on Instagram uh that was cool but again the amazing part was you know like getting to know Gary's team I got to shoot with D-Rock like hanging out with Babin and just meeting you know Nate and and Trouty like these people that are really involved in in the project that they're working on out here and just getting to know everybody and they're just so grateful you know like yeah. The, the day that I shot when Gary was out here and uh, in the like 30 seconds that I had to talk to him, it was nothing but love. It was just Gary being like, you know, I really appreciate you shooting for us. Like, glad we got to know you. Hopefully you can shoot more for us in the future. Just like so humble, so nice, so caring. Just it, the energy was like nothing I've ever felt before. And I try to be a pretty positive person and I think I'm around pretty positive people, but it, it was just mind-blowing how the, uh, yeah it, it it like it elevated me this was a couple of weeks ago that i actually shot with gary and d-rock uh and i'm still just like on that high of like i see what's possible and like how good of a person you can really be and it's like inspired me to just be a better person and every single day it's it's crazy Man, that that's really uh, that's really insane. And for the people that don't know, like, how long have you been like doing this or filming? Or oh, sure. Uh, okay, so I I've kind of like since I was a kid, I was pretty interested in video stuff. And then I went to four different high schools, and the oh, wow. the yeah, I wasn't exactly <laughs> straight A student. Uh, <laughs> the third high school I went to was when I really got interested in video work. My brothers had both gone to. Um, this school called Tech New Technology High School, which was funded by like Bill Gates and like a bunch of other people. Um, and so I had kind of seen what they were doing with, you know, Photoshop and 
like just the cool stuff that they were creating, but my grades weren't good enough to get into that school. But I was still kind of like familiar with computers and, and sort of like digital content in general. So when I went to this continuation school, they were teaching, they had a class that was sort of teaching video editing. And I had created this video about anxiety and I only had one camera. So I shot like six different angles and did the same thing because I was the only actor in this. I did the same thing over and over and over to get the right shots. And this, you know, it was going to be like my masterpiece in high school. And I went in one day and I'm like, oh, the folder with all my files is gone. So I, I went to the teacher oh. and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, where, I'm like, what happened? Like my, the, you know, this is, there's a mistake here. And he was like, no, 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 the computers were slowing down. And so I just found the file, the biggest folder, and I just deleted it. And I was like, oh. I was just kind of heartbroken, you know? And uh, I was like, so that was kind of, for then, that was sort of the end of it. And then when YouTube first started, before you could even monetize, I started a YouTube channel and it was getting some traction. And uh, I was shooting it on my roommate's laptop. And then I checked it like a year later and I was like, whoa, I, I just got money. Like, this is crazy. Like, you can make money from doing videos. <laughs> uh, and I, and, yeah, and stupidly and regrettably, I didn't pick it back up. You know, like I didn't see that as like, hey, you could really do this. Cause it was like, I don't know, I got like a hundred bucks or something. I didn't really, really see the big picture. So I didn't right. continue it. And then by the time that I had sort of started working with my girlfriend on her trying to build her website and she was finally starting to get some traction, at that point I was like, okay, you know what? Now I see it, like you have to be on YouTube. Like you just have to. Uh, and so we started going full throttle on YouTube in, I think, 2014. So as far as like your question about like, when did I really, really get started? I would say yeah. 2014 was when we started putting out content like at scale, like at least for us. And then I would say the last two years is when I've really started to try to branch out. And like, you know, when I did stuff with Roland, I think that was kind of really one of the one of, if not the first piece of content that I did that wasn't just my girlfriend putting on makeup. Wow. That's super inspiring. Um, one, to to get through all those points and kind of like knock it down and not really go forward. And then to, you know, get to that point in 2014 where you saw an opportunity and a gift in yourself that, you know, you couldn't really turn down. So that's awesome, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know what it's like, like when you just love it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, there's definitely like video work I wouldn't do even if it were paid, you know, like weddings, like I will not do them. I just, I literally, like two days ago, <laughs> this influencer friend of mine was like, hey, I'm getting married soon. Will you shoot my wedding? And I was like, fuck no. Like, that's too yeah. much pressure. Like, sorry, no. <laughs> But like, you know, like today, like you were mentioning at the beginning, I was going and I was shooting um, some beer for, you know, my friends at the winery. Like, that's fun. It's cool stuff. I, or like this morning, I got up early and I went out to the local skate park and just went up to some random dudes and was like, can I shoot you skating? And, you know, got some cool clips. So, yeah, I saw that too. Bro. That was sick. Man, I lucked um, out that there were good skaters there because I was really yeah. afraid, like no offense to people riding scooters, but I was afraid I was gonna roll up on some some middle school <laughs> kids riding scooters. But I actually ended up linking up with these dudes that I, I guess I went to high school with and we had um, mutual friends back then and they were really good skaters. So I got some good clips, it was cool. Well, that's awesome. Um, so you, you already kind of answered, like I was gonna ask you, ask you about you know, was there a time where you thought about, you know, giving up and how did you overcome that? I mean, uh, I would say, honestly, like, I don't think I have. Like, yeah. if, if I'm being fully honest, every single day, I think about giving up. And I think about, like, can we make it? Like, like, are we too old? Are we not old enough? Did we start too late? Like, is our, is our quality not good enough? Like, do I, yeah. you know, like, do I 
do I care enough about the business side like I do about the creative side? You know, like, and I right. question, like, is my is my partner, is she going to do the stuff she needs to do? Like, I, so I would say yeah. I haven't, but I do have faith that, like, if we just keep pushing as hard as we can, then, like, something's got to give, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard to get to that point especially like with how the world is now with social media and people's opinions and um even like as deep as you thinking that you're not you know up to par with where you should be or things like that which is all natural but um i think it, it takes something serious to like stick to something and and know that you can come out of it on top so yeah um so did you um did you ever go to film school nope or no uh, film school? no i you know what actually um in i don't remember what year it was but when i was first kind of starting helping out my girlfriend with her website and everything um i went to a community college in berkeley i went to berkeley city college and i took mm-hmm. uh i took a intro to digital photography class and other than that it's been trial and error you know watching tutorials on youtube uh izzy harris peter mckinnon and just you know like trying to get that right vibe um there's another dude that i started watching recently i wish i could remember his name uh but he does a lot of like hip-hop music videos and that dude Uh I've recently taken a lot of inspiration from and actually this this trick that he showed where you do like you take the same clip of somebody rapping and then you like you overlay it and you turn down the opacity and you slow it down and Mm -hmm. do like a fade in fade out like I use that in Roland's most recent video that I did for him for his song yeah I think it's called now yeah so anyway, so that's kind of like like ghosting or yeah or, yeah I don't know yeah, yeah I guess if that's the term for it but yeah so so no I didn't go to film school uh and honestly going back to your previous question like do I doubt it like I think that maybe I should go back to film school like I just got an email the other day of of somebody being like hey you know we want you to shoot this stuff for us we want and this and the terminology they were using I was like I think I know what they're saying but I was like fully googling <laughs> dude. <laughs> fucking googling the, the shots they asked me for and i was like yeah i think i know how to do that like oh you know that is so funny because like you have to fake it you have to fake it so hard sometimes like just to get the job but no, i mean funny. honestly like and and going back to that specific email i even tried to call them to tell them i wasn't the right person for the job <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm not confident. I don't think I can get the shots you want. Like, I, you're asking for some really cinematic shit. I don't think I can do do it as well as you need it to be. And they actually, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't take my call and they haven't called me back yet. So, I mean, wow. <laughs> so, Man. like, yeah, to a degree, I definitely fake it till I make it. But I also try to be really upfront and just be like, look, this is what I'm confident with. This is what I'm not confident with. I'll do the stuff I'm not confident in if you want me to, but like, just so we're clear, like, you know, this is not where I'm going to shine. So if you want to hire somebody else, that's a hundred percent cool with me. That's, that's hilarious. I haven't (laughs) haven't run into anything, um, anything like that, that I haven't tried to put myself in. Like recently I tried to get into like some real estate shooting and nice uh, um, stuff like that, but I'm not too sure that, one, I don't really have the gear to like get really, really stabilized shots. Like mm-hmm. the kind of shots that mm-hmm. I need, I can just shoot. I can just shoot with my hand. So um, it would be really crappy to, for me to send them a video that looks like I was running on a treadmill or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but going to that, like, do you think um, film gear? Do you think that's like a big? hinder to like your business or like do you not worry about having like the top of the top of the line stuff uh so i definitely like toys you know um so uh, and because of what i do with logical harmony it's enabled me to sort of like convince my girlfriend that we need certain things you know like 
Oh, you know, the vlogs that we're shooting would really be better if we had a drone, you know? <laughs> or like, yeah. we really need to show more context. So we should miss the angle lens that I saw Casey Neistat using. And <laughs> uh, so there's definitely that. But at the same time, I really do try to stay grounded in knowing, like, that the gear isn't what does it. And I think the biggest thing was a friend of mine. So, so at the winery that I've referenced so many times, um, I do the video, but another guy does the photos. And the guy that does the photos was previously shooting them on like a piece of shit point and shoot digital camera. And, yeah. and I sold him my old Canon T6i, which is not a bad camera, um, but it's also not, you know, the most amazing camera. And he got the, the Canon 50 millimeter lens, the like dirt cheap nifty 50. I think he bought it at Target for like 120 bucks. Yeah. And he just throws that shit in auto. And the thing though, is that he has such an eye. Like this dude just has an incredible sense of what he wants to capture and mm. an insane ability to capture it. That I, his photos are... 10 times more exciting than mine are and just so so inspiring so I think you know as far as gear goes there's definitely a degree at which it does matter like like for example you're mentioning stabilized shots well okay you either need to have a camera with really nice internal stabilization or you need to get a stabilizer like there's right. not really more you know like warp stabilizer only gets you so far and half the time it looks like shit Right. And yeah, you know, you know what I mean? And so exactly. I think, so I think for certain stuff, yeah, gear matters, but I think like for the real art of it, like, and if that's what you're doing, right. Cause like, if we're talking real estate shoots, that's not really art. I mean, I've definitely yeah. seen some real estate videos where, you know, the house is selling for 20 million. And so the budget for the promo video is like 500,000. And they have actors and multi, you know, it's a fucking dramatic production. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, the vast majority, I think, of real estate is kind of like cut and dry. Um, and you need the shots you need. And, you know, so I That's think it. gear yeah. gear can definitely matter, right? I mean, you know, again, going back to real estate, if you don't have a wide angle lens, probably going to make real estate shots a lot. Yeah, so, for sure. So it's kind of like that, yeah, it matters, but also it doesn't kind of thing. I think it just depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely agree um, with that. Um, definitely, like, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I, I'm trying to take the next step. And to do that, I'll have to get that, you know, gear or you know, invest back into myself. Totally. I talked investing in myself in my last podcast, but... Um, what do you think is more, do you think it's more important to save money, save capital or to be reinvesting in kind of like on a risk scale? What do you think? It's like Jim Rohn says, you know, like when it's raining, you have to, you have to work hard and you have to think about like, it's going to be sunny soon. Mm. And when it's sunny, you can't relax and sit in the sun. You got to be thinking, okay, winter's coming. We need to prepare. And like, so I feel like, you know, depending on the season, maybe it's better to save depending, you know, maybe it's better to invest. Like you said, if it maxed out your gear and you've done everything you can with what you have, then like, and you still need more then yeah, maybe it's time to invest in your gear, you know? Yeah. It, it's kind of like my grandma, she would give you food. And if you'd ask for more, you know, cause kids always want more. She'd say, right. no, finish what's on your plate first. Like, that's yeah. probably the best I can give is, like, do as much as you can with what you have and then start investing if you can. That's dope. I never heard it put like that, but it makes a lot of sense, especially to, like, generally speaking, you know, so it's not really individualized. Yeah. So that's super cool. That's super cool. I mean, like, um, for us right now, it's all about saving. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. we've also been investing – in our in our lighting and in our cameras and you know for a couple of years so it's definitely that yeah. season to save for us yeah so so you are in cali right yep northern california i'm about um 
about 40 minutes to an hour north of San Francisco, depending on traffic. That's super cool. So, like, I'm all the way on the other side of the world. I'm in Tennessee, um, originally from Georgia. Um, when I look at videos and I see, like, the California scene and things like that, like, it's just like, ah, I wish I could get those shots. <laughs> so cool. How do you feel about, like, location? And, like, do you think, you know, location has a lot to do with creativity? Or what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it can. Um it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just thinking about this today. Peter McKinnon did a video called the B, uh, actually, I don't know the title, but, but essentially it was about his B-roll challenge. And what he was challenging people to do was to go out into your normal environment and shoot amazing B-roll and create this amazing edit just with stuff around your area. So, and if you, if you watch the video, you're like, wow, he really did make this corner in the middle of whatever city he lives in Toronto, I think, look amazing. Yeah. So I think, you know, to that degree, again, it's kind of like doing what you can with what you've got, but like living in Napa Valley and being able to wake up and go out to endless hills of vineyards and shoot beautiful sunset vineyard shots with the drone or beautiful sunset Mm -hmm. time lapses, you know, like you, you can't beat that if that's what you want to be doing. (laughs) So... You know, as where I don't get the, like, you know, I don't get any really, really beautiful, like, the first snow falling, you know, or, like, slow-mo snow fights in California, I get some really amazing stuff. So I I feel like it definitely depends on what you want to be shooting. Um, Like... Like I've said, I, I do a lot of stuff with wineries and it's it's fun, but it's not something that particularly inspires me. And yeah. recently we took a, took a trip down to LA, which is about a six hour drive north uh, south. And we met up with some other YouTubers and we were asking one of them, you know, what do you think like for beauty YouTube, should we move down here? We're considering it. And she was like, absolutely. Like I couldn't do what I do if I didn't live down here. And this is somebody who has about 350,000 followers on Instagram and 350,000 subscribers on YouTube. She was like, if, wow. if, if this is really what you guys are, and it is, you know, we've been working hard at it for years. She's like, if yeah. this is really what you want to do, you have to go down here. There's not even an option. And wow. yeah. And, you know, once she said that, I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. My, my brother's been saying this to me for years. So both my brothers are kind of engineers and one of them has worked in um, video games for quite a while. And he's like, you know, we have a cousin who lives in Nebraska and for years, this cousin, since he was a little kid is like, loves video games. You know, I, I want to design video games. And my brother's like, then you have to move to San Francisco. Like you don't have a choice, you know, yeah. like you just have to, if you want to be right. an actor, you probably have to move to LA if you want to work in video games or at a tech startup, I mean, you know, obviously it's, it's spreading now, but San Francisco is still the hub. Like it would. For sure. So, so that's what I think. I think it just kind of depends on what you want to shoot and depends on, you know, if you really, really care about getting certain types of shots, then I guess you have to be where those exist. I mean, we wish, you know, my girlfriend and I, we wish that we could travel everywhere and just be travel vloggers, I mean, to a degree. And, you know, just shoot. Right. right. Like, you know, beautiful ocean shots on the beach all day long. But, you know, you got to do, you got to do what you can, I guess. Right. For sure. I totally understand that. And then going back to like you saying, you know, it doesn't really inspire you and I'm guessing, like, to a point it does, but, like, really, you know, deep down when you think about it. Um, so so what would be your dream your dream job or uh, dream content that you, you know, want to put out? If you're not doing it already, you know, what would that be? You know, uh, honestly, I, this is something that I've been struggling with the last year or two, which is that 100% sure. Um, yeah. My girlfriend has done so much for me to support me and just be there for me with whatever stupid ideas I have. She's like, just been behind me a hundred percent. And so for that, I want to be behind her and really see this influencer thing out and get as much out of it as we can. Um, At the same time, I always kind of have this thought in the back of my head that like, I'm, excuse me, I'm pretty familiar with 
Gary's team at this point. And, you know, maybe they couldn't guarantee me a job, but I think they'd probably at least give me a shot. If I yeah. really, really wanted to go work for Team Gary V, you know, or some like work for Gary in some capacity as a videographer, even if it were for Vayner Talent or, you know, I don't know, maybe Vayner Sports needs some videographers. I know that's, I know that's something you want to get into, and I think you should. Um, yeah, most definitely. I feel like I could get a shot at it, you know, like, and, and I haven't taken that. Like, I haven't asked those questions. I haven't put myself out there. And, and the reason is because I'm really not totally sure. Uh, yeah. But I, the one thing I do know is that I want my girlfriend to be financially secure before I go do something else. And so, mm -hmm. uh, so for now, it's kind of finding more creative ways to do what we already do. So instead of just makeup tutorials in our home studio, which is in a garage, by the way, which that's the whole other thing about like, um, you know, because I kind of feel like the vibe of your questions is sort of like, how do we do the most with like a little bit, you know, like, right. And I mean, literally, dude, our, our like, quote unquote, studio um, is a corner in a garage. Uh, <laughs> and it looks pretty nice in videos, if I do say so yeah um so you know so so just kind of like stretching that into like okay let's go out and do more like and like look books and like let's really tell a story and let's use the tools we have let's incorporate the drone shots let's maybe do something where you're driving a convertible and we're trailing in front of you you know like where i'm sitting out the hatchback with with the ronin and the gh4 you know what i mean like right doing more stuff that inspires me from the technical side of things and like where the content isn't necessarily that inspiring. Like, like, believe it or not, I don't really care that much about women's fashion, but like <laughs> if, if I can create a story around that visually that challenges me with my technical skills and challenges me to push my gear as far as I can, then like that's inspiring to me. So um, I don't know if that really answers your question. Oh yeah, man, that was perfect. Um, I ask that because I'm I'm kind of going through that myself right now. Like mm -hmm. I'm used to doing um, a lot of my own work, and um, since I've picked up I've picked up this job now, and I work pretty much all the time, mm -hmm. or at least all day. I feel like, um, and I get the weekends um, to myself. But uh, also, I mean, just like I do a lot of editing right now instead of like just shooting my, mm -hmm. my own stuff, mm -hmm. um, which is not you know, my dream, like sure. I, I want to be the one shooting yeah. it and, you know, so that I know how it looks and all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of what drives me And it for, for a minute, you know, I was kind of down about it and, and stuff like that, but I've gotten so much better at the technicalities of editing and, and things like that, how to tell a story mm -hmm. and stuff that I wasn't practicing when I was trying to do all of it. So mm -hmm. uh, it's been a good experience. So good. Yeah, man. Um, so tell me, what does a typical day look like for you? Ooh, um, okay. So we've recently been trying to get back into a schedule. And so rather than like talking about each individual day, I'll kind of merge together like the various like reoccurring things, if, if that works for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever works. Sure. So uh, usually we don't set an alarm. Which, by the way, let, let me also just say that, like, for as much as I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, like, practicing and studying, like, it would be ridiculous for me to not address that I have completely lucked out on so many things, right? Like, like, it was complete luck that my brothers happened to go to the school that they went to that, that happened to open the year before my oldest brother was going into high school, you know, and, and so they were able to pirated software from adobe you know what i mean so that i yeah like i am i'm half mexican and so i call myself like off-white you know and like yeah so i was born an off-white male in northern california in in the late 80s which like i basically won the fucking lotto 
of like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, let's just like, just for a second, like address the privilege that I was just given just by being born. Like something I didn't do a single fucking thing to earn that was just dropped right. in my lap. So I have to first address that because I've been so insanely blessed in so many ways and did nothing to deserve those blessings that yeah. like, I just, I just have to get that out of the way. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah everything about the story that i pulled about how i got here it's like it was just one it was just one opportunity that fell in my lap after another you know yeah um so uh sorry i got a little sidetracked there so no you're um, good so usually we don't we don't really set an alarm um we usually wake up around eight and then get up i i generally take a shower listen to Gary Vee pretty much every single morning in the shower. I've been sort of taking a step back because I feel like I need to be a little more in my own head and less kind of like listening to somebody else uh, yeah. lately, but that's maybe been only a couple of weeks. Um, and then uh, my girlfriend makes herself coffee and she makes me a cup of tea and usually just kind of get started on whatever, whatever we have to do that day. So um, sometimes that's email. Oftentimes it's shooting videos you know, um, we try to shoot two to three videos every time we shoot and we try to shoot three times a week. And then right now our, our posting schedule has been all over the place, but we're trying to work back up to shoot, uh, to release videos a week, which is, you know, kind of a lot, even if you don't have another full-time job. Um, yeah. So do that, edit videos. Uh, I don't know. I mean, just, usually it's kind of working um on just various things and we don't we don't take full days off we take portions of days off so mm. you know one day we might shoot for a couple hours and edit for a couple hours and then we stop working at like three you know yeah. um, and then another day we might literally work from 8 a.m to like midnight and just fully, you know, crash and burn. Uh, so our schedules are all over the place. It's not necessarily a good thing. This is something that we've been addressing a lot lately because we're not where we want to be. And going back to the whole kind of like taking advantage of everything that you have, I feel like we haven't been doing that. I feel like we've sort of been resting on our laurels and sort of like just sort of kind of relaxing. Because um, for a long time, my girlfriend... She was working at a tech company in San Francisco and we were living in El Cerrito, which meant that she had to get up before the sun came up in order to get to work on time, uh, public transit, you know, like an hour and a half each way. And then she would get yeah. home after the sun set and she would get up even earlier to work on the website or work on Instagram or work on YouTube or whatever it was every single day for years. I mean, she basically just worked from the time she woke up till the time she went to sleep for years. And since she quit her job uh, about a year ago now, actually, is that one year or two years ago? One year. Yeah, we're about to come up on one year for her leaving. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was October 2017. Uh, and awesome. since, yeah, thank you. And since she finally left her job, we've just sort of kind of like relaxed. And I think that this last year of sort of relaxing and taking a break has been good, but it's also really, really bought, brought a lot of clarity into how bad that can be. So, uh, yeah, so our, so our typical schedule right now, I think is probably going to be very different than it will be in a couple months, actually getting ready to move to LA sometime before the end of the year. So I think, you know, That's things are going to be pretty different for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's going to be dope for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's good, you know, because like, while while we don't have full days off, we definitely spend a lot of time with each other. We have four cats. So we spend a lot of time hanging out with the cats and just, um, you know, like it's a good life, but I feel like to take it to the next level, we have to seriously step it up. Yeah, for sure. And there always comes a point in time where you, you feel like you have to take that step. So that's awesome. A hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to go a little little bit left here. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? If it can be repeated. Wow. Okay. Yeah, if it can be. Okay. Um, all right. So I might have a couple that I think 
personally, I don't think they're that crazy, but mainstream culture will think it's crazy. Um, yeah. So I have a scarification piece on my back, which um, if you're not familiar, scarification is when you do a, when someone cuts you specifically to make a scar. So um, there are a lot of, huh. uh, yeah, so there are a lot of tribal cultures that do it. And it's a big part of like body modification in the West. And so when I turned 18, I, I was going to have this big back piece basically. So it's kind of similar to like a tattoo, except you're being cut with scalpels instead of yeah. tattooed. Um, and, uh, and so I went in, you know, and I was going to get tattooed or I was going to get the scarification piece done. It was going to be two dudes doing it at the same time. And one of them was explaining to me, uh, like, you know, okay, we're going to put the stencil on you just like with a tattoo right before that, we're going to put some numbing cream on you. And I was like, I don't want to use numbing cream. And he was like, uh, <laughs> okay, what's your biggest tattoo? And I showed him my biggest tattoo, which was four inch tattoo. And he's like, um, no, we're going to use numbing cream. And I'm like, no, 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 I really don't want to. And he was like, listen, man, this is my art. And if, if we, if I put the stencil on you without numbing cream, and then you bitch out, which, by the way, is not a term that I support at all. But that is what he said. Yeah. Um, he's like, if, if you bitch out and can't take it and I have to erase my stencil so that I can put on the numbing cream, that's going to fuck up my art. And I'm not OK with that. And I looked him in the eyes and I was like, we're not using numbing cream. And <laughs> and so for two hours, uh, this dude and another dude cut scalpels without any anesthetic, anything to kill the pain. Um, and I ended up actually later actually working at a sister shop, a sister tattoo shop. Um, and that guy, and we ended up becoming friends and we kind of always told that story fondly. And he was like, yeah, man, I learned you can't underestimate people. Like no matter what you think about people. And I was just, I mean, it was kind of already a rite of passage for me. I had just turned 18. But once he yeah. said all that, I was like, I have to prove this guy wrong now. Like I just have to. <laughs> Man, I was clenching my jaw so hard I literally could not eat afterward because all my teeth hurt so bad. Yeah, man, for two hours. For two hours, two guys, scalpels on my back. Yeah, so so that's probably one thing that people will think is kind of crazy. That is that's extremely crazy. I don't think I've done anything close to that. Yeah, what's your craziest, man? Ah, uh, I don't. I really. Mm, I don't know, man. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, uh, you have to share that in a future episode, then. You got to... For sure. I, I don't know that I've done anything, like, like just crazy, crazy, but, like, I've danced on top of a Walmart register before. <laughs> like, I don't know. You didn't get tackled by a security crazy, guard, did you? No. Okay. No. Because <laughs> I've seen those I'm videos. Pre- That's not like... <laughs> I'm a pretty, like, big guy, so it was definitely, like, weird and noticeable. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that that would definitely seem crazy to me if I was in Walmart. Although, I don't know, in Walmart, though, I might be like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, definitely, like, Walmart. (laughs) You see everything in Walmart. Like, you should should do that at Nordstrom. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. (laughs) Extremely. That's funny. Um, you definitely want to stay out of Walmart after like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. definitely don't want to go into Walmart. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah. So just to, to go back um, into the, the podcast mm-hmm. and kind of wrap it up, I have a few questions sure. um, that will maybe give some people some insight and help them be thoughtful this week. Um so what, what kind of advice would you give someone looking for experience or more job opportunities? Um, I mean, so when I was 18, my family and I went on vacation to Hawaii and I wanted to be a body piercer. So I went into the first shop that I could and I made friends with the people there and I asked if they would give me an apprenticeship completely unpaid. And they said, if you, if you, stay here when your family goes back to California and you sleep in the fucking streets, we'll know you're serious. And I did it. Oh God. I spent my first night on the street. And after that, the dude was like, okay, you mean it. Now you can start sleeping on my living room floor and being my apprentice. So 
my advice, if you want a job opportunity, is do what it fucking takes. I mean, yeah. even after that apprenticeship that I did for about a year and a half, I went to another shop and they said the same thing, basically. They're like, prove it. Prove that you want it. And first, I moved into a halfway home, which I didn't know was a halfway home. My mom was like, I found this place for you to live. Everybody's sober. They don't drink just like you. And I was like, cool. And my first day there, I walk in and one of my four roommates is cleaning his gun in the closet. This is in Long Beach. And he's like, oh, he's like, there's only two things I'm afraid of. My dad and somebody getting to their piece faster than I can get to mine. And I was like, fuck. So <laughs> after that, I slept in my car for a little while so that I could keep doing the apprenticeship. And anyway, the point is just like the amount of work I've done for free, the amount of shit I've gone through just to prove that I wanted something like that's my advice is like if you really want it like if you can't live without it then you have to do whatever it takes that's the only option and if you're lucky like me that might not be that crazy like you know like again like i i i cannot stress enough that like i was born into an insane amount of privilege like i don't you know the opportunities that i've had like i it would be completely ignorant of me to think that every single person is going to be handed these same opportunities. Like I get that. So like, maybe you're not going to, you know, maybe everybody listening isn't going to have the same opportunities as me, but like eventually somebody's going to see that you're working your fucking ass off and they're going to respect it because they did the same thing at one point. And that's how I got all these opportunities is the person doing it for saw themselves and me because they did that too at one point and they're gonna give you a shot and then you just have to do the best you can wow yeah i definitely agree with that i've i've done a lot of you know i've only been doing this for a little over a year um just being more aware uh, of my skills that i have myself and being more aware of the potential that the internet has and all that kind of stuff and i've definitely done a fair share of free work um, that has gotten me some pretty cool opportunities. So, you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited to hear about the the piece of free content that you create that gets you that job at Vayner Sports. That's what I'm stoked about because I know it's uh, coming, and I don't know what bro, it is yet, bro. <laughs> I'm 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 like uh, I'm going crazy, really, just waiting for the the email. They actually um, they email me back and say, hey, you know, whenever we get you know the next piece of content we need we're gonna send it your way you know yeah so that you can help us and Dude. i'm hoping it it all holds up like i don't know exactly when that'll be probably off season sometime but that is amazing uh, yeah and then um something this is kind of like off track but um i sent probably like a little over a month ago i sent a video like two videos to d-rock or something like that mm -hmm. um that i had edited and put together nice um and he said, man, I, I love you. He emailed me back like a week ago. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I love your style. Um, That's awesome. Awesome. Um, could you put together something that we will post for Gary? Dude. I said that. So it'll probably be another month before I hear back anything. But I just thought that was really cool. That's so amazing. Congratulations, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. You have, you, you got it, dude. Like you have the shot, like, and you have the skill. So like you, it's, it's a done deal. I appreciate it, man. I'm just going to keep keep pushing and keep putting out content and keep connecting with people like you and and all, all the different people on the on the Internet that, you know, want to be positive and, and do good things with their skills. So. Yeah, that is amazing. Awesome. Um, so what is one thing you would tell someone who might be afraid to start or, you know, may, maybe paralyzed from the idea of doing business or... Because uh, I know, like, I'm, I am completely trash at the business side of, mm. <laughs> of uh, video and being creative. Mm. Um, and it, it kind of, I'm not really getting taken advantage of because I'm offering to do these free things. Mm -hmm. But I'm, mm -hmm. I also just don't know the side of business that I should. So what do you, what do you think, what's some, something you would tell somebody that might be afraid to start um, with whatever their dream is? Um... Man, that's that's tough because I feel like so much of my answer would just be so cliche, you know, like yeah. like just do it, <laughs> like, yeah, like right. Nike. I, I don't, but you say to somebody that 
um, they have a passion for something and I guess they're just like they're on themselves too hard about um, how they should start and when they should start. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of tough because, again, this is something that I still struggle with all the time. Um, yeah. But, uh, hmm, geez, you know, I feel like the only thing to do, well, actually, I think a piece of practical advice is uh, don't be too afraid because nobody's going to be watching like true the good good news about starting is nobody knows who you are and they don't fucking care so you got a pretty long runway before you're gonna get a criticism uh i think you know that's kind of the main thing is like the criticism is like one thing i always try to remember and i always try to get my girlfriend to remember is like hey guess what 12 year olds have iphones so like (laughs) when somebody leaves a shitty comment like for all you know it's a fucking 12 year old and like do you really care what a 12 year old thinks of you and like you know what i'm saying and like look we don't know who the person is so if we're gonna make assumptions whenever we make assumptions i'll assume the thing that that works the best for us you know yeah and so I would say that, like, if you're afraid of, I guess it depends on what their fear is, but if you're afraid of what people are going to think, then, like, you know, just remember that, A, nobody's going to be paying attention. B, if people do leave negative comments, then they're probably 12. And second of all, if somebody's leaving (laughs) shitty comments and they're not 12, if they're a grown-ass person, then you know that person fucking sucks, man. Like, right. If you're a grown ass person and you're leaving shitty comments on somebody's content, you suck. Like, let's just right. be real. Like, For sure. that was probably the best part of your day, and that's really sad. And you just gotta have yeah. compassion. Like, I, I, I genuinely like feel for that person because my life is not so hard that I feel the need to be mean to people on the internet. And if it was, like, that sucks, you know? Yeah. So Man, that's I, some, that's some great advice for sure. <laughs> The first one resonates so well, man. For yeah, sure. that's that's great. That's awesome. Um, and so uh, going off of that, um, what is something that you are grateful for that maybe other people should be grateful for as well? Um. So l- last year. Mm, last last july i uh i moved in with a friend of mine and the deal was that tashina and i would get to live in his house and use he's a he's a audio engineer he records um like bands and stuff use his Mm -hmm. studio to shoot all of our stuff uh rent free in exchange for helping helping him right and the reason we needed to help him is because he had, he had and has a very severe muscular dystrophy. And mm-hmm. for anyone listening who doesn't know what muscular dystrophy is, it's basically when your muscles don't regenerate. So, so he's in a wheelchair. He has since I've known for I think about 15 years now. And if he's sitting in his wheelchair and his arm falls off the armrest, he cannot lift his arm back up. Right. Uh, so when, when I was living with him and he was sick and he would have phlegm in his throat, I'd have to get up at 3 a.m. and give him the Heimlich maneuver because he didn't have the muscle to cough up his phlegm. Mm. And when we moved in, it was a super hot day in California. It was the middle of the summer. I'm lifting box after box after box, walking up and down up these stairs. I'm just like, fuck, this sucks. I have to walk, you know, carry all these heavy ass boxes up this flight of stairs. And as I'm going up the stairs, he's on the lower floor and he rolls by in his wheelchair and he's just like, what's up, dude? You know, just checking in. I'm like, hey, cool. What's up? You know? And I was like, wow, I don't have to carry these boxes up these stairs. I get to carry stairs. Mm. Like, it is a fuck, like, maybe not everybody listening has the you know, like the, the physical capacity to walk or run or jump or climb. But like, 
the thing to be grateful for that I think, you know, about what people might not be grateful for is the, the ability that you were born in a body that could do as much as it can. And, right. and the reason I say as much as it can is because even my friend with muscular dystrophy is grateful for what he has. And like, mm. and he's one of the most positive, loving people I've ever met. And so like, if he can be grateful for his body, then you and me sure as shit can be grateful for ours. And yeah. I think that just that shift of like, I don't have to, I'm allowed to, like, I'm allowed to get up and go here. I'm allowed to drive, excuse me, drive my car without needing somebody to drive me. I can put on my seatbelt without somebody putting on my seatbelt for me. You know what I mean? Like I can lift yeah. a mug of tea up to my mouth and drink it whenever the fuck I want to. That is crazy. Mm. So I would say if you're going to be grateful, be grateful for that. Wow. I don't even know how to oh, <laughs> podcast. Podcast is over, guys. You guys enjoy. Wow. Yeah, man. That's that's deep for sure. Wow. 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 Well, this is the time in the podcast, and this is brand new. If you have any questions you want to ask me, any word of the day you want to leave with the folks, here's your chance. For me, not for the audience? Yeah, You're asking me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I kind of want to know what your next step is with the podcast, what we can expect going forward. Uh mm. I want to know also, like, what, and I think I kind of talked about this a little bit, but maybe just for the podcast, I want to know kind of, like, what content you're most inspired by, like, to create yourself, like, what just gets you, like, so excited to sleep. Wow. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, for the podcast, I actually had no intent on ever doing a podcast. Like, I would always just listen to Gary talk about voice, and I'm like, do I really have time to like talk to myself on a podcast? <laughs> you know, who's really going to listen, you know, and the answer is really like nobody except, you know, the few people that, you know, know about it. But um, here going forward, I think I, I got a, a, a really good response from a lot of people um, that they just like the genuineness of the actual podcast um, mm -hmm. and the fact that it's, you know, it's not a forced conversation um you know it's just you know whatever i feel so um i kind of got off track but i'm hoping to be posting at least twice a week two podcasts a week okay um monday monday and friday um so hopefully i can get this one ready for tomorrow if not then i'll just have to get it ready for friday um but i don't know i don't know how how i want it to turn out as far as like mm. do i want it to be more you know guest based or like do i just want to be the one you know solely talking um which i feel like that that part of it can get a little monotonous kind of boring sure um so definitely tricky. Really sure. <laughs> yeah yeah especially like if you you don't really have anything special to talk about or if you're not like kevin hart like funny like <laughs> You know, people probably don't want to hear you talk about the same things every week. So um, I, I kind of like the idea of reaching out to uh, people like yourself and um, other people that are chasing some kind of dream, you know, whatever that might be, um, that, you know, aren't up there with, you know, the different, um, you know, million followers and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff just yet. So um, catching people on the way up, I guess, is how it kind of mm. Want to look at it um so yeah i'm hoping that's kind of where the podcast goes who knows um i just told myself you know try it out for a year um and see you know kind of what comes from it so nice uh as far as content um i used to be really big into music videos mm -hmm. uh, and i'm not really not really sure why i was so big into them but like not as much anymore it's kind of annoying to like make all the different cuts and stuff like that mm. and think of new transitions and things like that um two things that i'm really like i really have an eye for and i like really enjoy uh shooting one is um kind of like food uh i don't know highlights or 
however you want to say it, something like that. Um, and the other is like, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Uh, what do you mean, like food highlights? Like, I know that was kind of that's like, kind of like a weird like when you go to a restaurant or like yeah, like you know how you see like typical um, kind of like food commercials and stuff mm. like that. Um, I want to do something like that, but like way more cool trying to get into that um i've done some just messing around with my girlfriend like she will cook and i'm just like shooting the whole process and stuff like that so um i I really like that i like doing that and i also like um, shooting a lot of sports stuff um although i haven't shot that much of it um just yet like watching somebody you know shoot that um there's a guy on instagram i follow he shoots for the michigan uh football team um, as well as Cam Newton, he's like his personal videographer, and huh. he like kills it. So every time I watch one of those, I'm just like, I cannot wait until like I'm on an NFL sideline, like wow, shooting shooting clips and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, man, I, that's what I would say. My two kind of biggest content um, that I gravitate towards. Wow, you know that yeah. man, that's that's awesome, and I love what you said about just how much you you love shooting sports and like the I don't remember the name of the person that you just said um, but it just made me think like if somebody in high school is listening to this like how amazing would it be for some high school kid to go up to the captain of the football team and just be like listen dude I fucking believe in you you're gonna go all the way let me be your personal fucking videographer and just shoot you a practice like shoot you working out on your days off like and like you said like on the way up you know what I mean and then you're both bringing each other up all the way like ah that just that'd be sick man that's amazing and I was I was I was gonna say like oh maybe that's something you could do for a local you know college athlete right now but it kind of sounds like you're already so close to doing something with Vayner Sports that like yeah I mean I don't know maybe it would be good just to just to practice but I feel like you're really uh... there (laughs) Yeah, it's really tricky um, because definitely, like, it will be a lot of traveling, so I don't know, like, where mm. they relocate and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, my girlfriend, actually, she just moved to St. Louis. I met her um, in college. She plays softball, and I play football. So, um, she moved to St. Louis, and now she coaches there. Oh, um, nice. So, it's definitely going to be, you know, a big dilemma on moving and figuring out, you know, what to do next as far as, like, with Vayner and so that'd be cool if that actually worked out. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Push. I said, I think I think you have the skill, and you're so close that if you want it, I think it's just gonna decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man, for sure. Which is such a great place to be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to think like I I didn't even think this was gonna, ever going to be possible, um, ever like. I don't know. Oh, as just, soon as I saw your post about wanting to shoot for Vayner Sports, I was like, yeah, that's going to happen. Like, I, it wasn't <laughs> even a question of it. I was even I was even thinking, like, huh, am I close enough to the people at Vayner? Like, who could I – like, maybe I could introduce them to Rowan. Like, how could I help out with this? Because I yeah. know. Like, I'm not that's surprised dope. that what you told me when you – you know, about them reaching out and all that. Like, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, that's dope. That's crazy. Man, thank you – for the support thank you for coming to the oh, podcast totally. thanks for having me thank you for spending your time and i know you you guys are probably have a busy schedule um so thank you guys for taking a few few minutes um on the podcast tell the uh tell the folks where they can find you and your girlfriend um on social media and all that good stuff uh, sorry, it broke up a little bit there. You say tell tell people where they can find me. Yeah, yeah. You and your you and your girlfriend tell people where they could find you. Awesome. Okay. On social. Sorry about that. Uh, so you can find me at Justin Mendez on Instagram. Um, you can find me on Twitter too at Justin M G Mendez. Uh, okay. didn't get my username fast enough on that one. Um, and then if you are into, you know, beauty, especially cruelty free and vegan beauty, then you can follow my girlfriend at logical harmony. And then if you just, you know, obviously we have a website with lots of cruelty free stuff and YouTube channel and 
Logical Harmony is where you'll find all of that. If somebody wants to support us and be a part of that community, that would be rad. Awesome. Thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thank you folks back home for listening um, to the podcast. We hope you got some really cool stuff um, out of this podcast. Um, Again, if you are not from my Instagram page and you are just hearing this, go follow me at WCreative, W-C-R-E-A-T-V-E. And let me know you came from the podcast. Also, if you want to be a guest on the show, hit me in the DM and let me know. Thank you guys for tuning in again, and I will see you later this week. After all the damage, now.